murder, divorce, drugs. Our courts are full of stories, scary, sad, and hilarious. Most are tales stranger than fiction. These are true law stories, brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com, the ultimate resource for customer and client video stories. All right, addiction, mental health, cat pee, and divorce. We're going to talk about all this with Amanda, and you'll never guess what Amanda does. She's a realtor, and <laughs> but she deals in divorce and real estate. Amanda, say hi to everyone. Hi. And we're also going to talk about how realtors can hurt families in the divorce process, how one spouse barricaded herself in, and all the various things people do to sabotage the sale of their home in a divorce. That on the next True Law Stories, but of course, this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. One of the best ways to promote your business is through customer stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com, learn how we can collect, craft, and deliver your stories. All right, let's get started. People get crazy when it comes to their homes and divorce, don't they? They certainly do. And um, yes, I mean, the house represents so much. And then once people begin the divorce process or they get farther into it, Yes, it can it can really create some some havoc, and and people will do crazy things over the house. Yeah, and I mean it's it's like it's a compound thing. I because I know people are crazy about their house, and we've talked to plenty of divorce attorneys, and people get irrational in a divorce. So it's like putting that all together. Woo! But you know, tell me how you get involved in it, because tell me a little bit more about your business. Yes. Yeah, so most frequently I am brought in by the, uh, by an attorney, uh, an attorney, uh, you know, I have relationships with around 55 different family law attorneys locally. I'm also licensed in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. So I still conduct business there as well with a business partner that is, who has, you know, basically feet on the ground. Uh, but most often I'm brought in by the family law attorney who is working with one party or the other in the divorce. And they'll reach out and say, you know, I have this high conflict divorce. They'll give me some uh, details about the case. And they'll ask me if I would be interested in uh, in taking it on, for taking the sale of the house on. Um, and sometimes it's the marital residence. Other times it's the marital residence and investment properties. I'm finding a lot down, a lot uh, in the Sarasota area where it's not just one home. It's three or four or five different properties that need to be sold as part of the uh, the settlement. Oh, and so how is it different working in a divorce versus, say, just selling your home? That's a great question, and it's really a, an often really misunderstood perspective. You know, most realtors that take on divorce, especially high conflict, they end up actually hurting the families that they are supposed to be serving for a number of reasons, either for self-serving reasons, um, conflict of interest. So, you know, they, they may bring a buyer into purchase the home, especially if there's um you know, a lot of deferred maintenance on the house and it really is, is not equipped to be like a market value sale, but a low market value sale where they have investors uh, as clients. And the other thing that happens is uh, is they will represent uh, one or both of the, the divorcing homeowners on the purchase uh, before the close of the marital home. And there's just inherent conflict with, with all of those different scenarios because as a certified divorce real estate expert, my only job is to sell that house. Um, and so 
you know, if, if any of those situations arise, I refer, 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 because it's not in the best interest of the parties for me to represent beyond just for the sale of that property. And crazy, crazy stuff that's happened. People fighting you on the home, I see. Yeah, that happens a lot. It does. Um, for for a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, it, it, it may be that they're fighting because they, they don't want the house to be shown. They will not make the house, you know, they, they won't make it available. Uh, it's not show ready. Um, it, uh, it, it could be that they refuse to accept the recommended list price uh, and they fight, 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 fight. Um, you know, and sometimes, um, you know, for, for the interest of the other party, I will list it, get it on the market. Uh, but sometimes the attorneys have to have to get involved because if, if, if one party is responsible for maintaining the home and paying the bills and the other party is completely um, completely unreasonable with the list price, that can drag on for months or, or longer. And it's my I, I have a fiscal responsibility to both of those parties to sell the house for what the market is uh, is 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 dictating at, the, at that time. Um, and, and can you give me some examples of people on how they've tried to stop you? Oh yeah, so um, I, I mean, I've had uh, I've had uh, a listing where um, the, uh, the the in spouse, and I'll call them in spouse and out spouse. So uh, where where the in spouse uh, re absolutely refused to to allow showings, and uh, at one point. She, she actually moved the sofa in front of the front door, changed the locks, um, and there just was there just was no way for uh, for the showings to occur um, because <laughs> buyers agents were not able to open the doors and be able to get their buyers in. Um, I've also had uh, other listings where the. Uh, the homeowner, the the in spouse, would would stay for all of the showings, and had a list of all of the houses that were better than than this house, and would direct the buyers off to uh, to other houses, <laughs> so that um, you know, and then just go through and talk about all of the things that were wrong with the house, whether it was true or whether it wasn't true. Um, in a way to deter every buyer that came to the house to look at it, to preview it for purchase. Oh my gosh. And like, what do you do when you get there and someone's doing that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I've been trained in high conflict. That's where the certification comes in, the education, the experience. Uh, that is where, that is where all of that comes in. And, um, if, if it is not something that I am able to mitigate um, by having conversations with them, uh, the the attorneys will need to be brought in, and um, you know that's either a phone call, and and I generally will will make a phone call to to that spouse's attorney so that it doesn't create more additional conflict uh, by involving the 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 other spouse's attorney. Uh, to see if we can get some resolution with uh, with the spouse's attorney that is doing it, um, and and maybe their attorney can reel them in and get them uh, into some form of reasonable frame of mind 
uh, with the threat of, of what could come from it, whether it's contempt or um, being removed from the home, which is, is, is an extreme case, but that is certainly something that, uh, that can be forced upon uh, the, 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 the in-spouse if they continue their shenanigans. Sometimes people don't keep up the house either, right? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. So, uh, you know, very often uh, when I go to a listing appointment in the, in the earlier stages, um, you know, I do take copious notes uh, about what is deferred um, because in these circumstances, sometimes it goes on for years. Um, and so, you know, you have, you have the lawn that's 18 inches high. It's, it's, it's grown up over your ankles and weeds. You've got trees and bushes. Uh, you know, we had a hurricane here in, uh, in, uh, the, the late part of September of last year. And I've actually gone, uh, to, to preview homes where there has been extensive damage and they have tarps on the roof. They have screen, you know, the screen lanai has been completely ripped apart. They have trees that are out of the ground. Um, you know, I mean, any number of things and, um, you know, that's where really pricing the property properly and setting realistic expectations with both of the parties and their attorneys comes into play. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's crazy. What's the craziest thing someone's done to their house to, to prevent it from being sold or to lower the value? <laughs> Well, I, I honestly can't say that there's any one thing that I personally have experienced, um, you know, that where there's absolute, like just blatant sabotage. Um, I, I did have one listing where, uh, the, the, that the parties had, um, about five cats and at least one ferret and had birds and, um, and uh, when I was there, you know, I had gone over to, to, to right before the photos were taken and I had paid for staging of the house and um, I, I paid for someone to come in and do cleaning of the house. And these are items that I get reimbursed for at the closing, uh, but that the, the in-spouse would not cooperate with any of my recommendations, but the house reeked of cat pee. Like it was so, so bad. And... Um, right before I had the photos taken, it was a beautiful home, right before I had the photos taken, my husband went over with me to change light bulbs over the vanities and just do a few basic maintenance items that, that were still just kind of loose ends. Uh, and um, we were in the master bathroom and one of the cats backed up to the tile that was you know along the wall and just sprayed the wall. And I was like, Mrs. Seller, your cat just peed on the wall. And, you know, I, I mean, it's not like it was a surprise because the cat had peed everywhere. And um, that property actually fell out of contract three different times because of different items that had been found. But the, the last one, they actually brought a black light in and um, uh, the cat peed was just everywhere in the house. And, um, I, like I said, I paid for staging, paid for cleaning, uh, and right after the photos were taken, I went over to actually show the house, and everything the stager had done had been undone. <laughs> so stuff like that, it's just, it happens. I mean, I remember there was a house here in Orlando that passed all the time. It was, I know it was involved in divorce, and like they kept painting it like purple or pink, and like, <laughs> it was just like, oh my God. Uh, I can't imagine that level of frustration. You know, it's so crazy 
that people do this stuff. Um, and how do you keep your sanity when you're, I mean, cause you're always in high conflict situations, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it, it can be very challenging at times because, um, not only am I dealing with high conflict personalities, I'm dealing often with mental illness. I'm dealing with addiction. Uh, I'm dealing with, uh, different personality disorders. Uh, I mean, I've been called every name in the book and honestly, I really just cannot take it personally. I have to rec you know, I, I do, I recognize that there, that there is a reason why these people are getting divorced and I am not the reason for that. I am there because there has been agreement or there's been a court order and I have been named in, in, in one or both of those documents as the person who will sell the house. And I have to really just keep my wits about me and know that this is not about me. Um, it's just, it's, it, it, it most often the, the, the anger and the frustration comes out of fear, fear about where am I going to go? I don't have any money. I've been a stay at home mom my entire adult life. Um, I have, you know, I have no money. I have no family nearby. I have no support system. Um, I'm gonna have to pull my kids out of these schools. Um, you know, the house is often the identity of the, of the person. It's a status, it's, uh, it's security. Um, and just being able to recognize that and, um, be empathetic to people. It goes a long way. So like, I guess the attorneys call you up usually to, to take care of this. Uh, you know, what triggers that attorney? Is it, is it early on usually, or they know it's going to be a problem and they call you like, or it's something's going on. What, how do you get called? Oh, that is a great question. And, uh, it can really range anywhere during the process. And the reality is that the sooner that I am brought into that process, the better the outcome is going to be for everyone. If I had, if I had a hundred dollars for every person that I have met who has spent 15, 20, $30,000 fighting over the house for years, to only discover at the end that there's no way that they can keep the house. Um, and, and if they had just brought me in at the very beginning, I have an entire system and a process that I go through um, to make sure that they're not fighting over something that they can't keep. And, and there is a silver lining at the end, isn't there? There is. Uh, for, for many people, there is. Some, it's, it's interesting you say that because I actually run a, like kind of like a divorce support group as well. And, um, there are most of the people that come to that support group really want to get beyond the divorce and they want to move past it and heal. Uh, but there's some people that just love being in victim mode and they never will get past it. Uh, but the reality is that yes, if, if you want to get beyond it and get past it, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There's life after divorce and, um, most people are able to recover from that if they, if they choose to do so. That's, that's great. That's great. That's, I mean, it's, it's hopeful. So it's, it's not all bad and it's, yeah, it's just a tough, tough time for a lot of people. Well, Amanda, this has been fantastic. Tell us a little bit about getting in touch with you. Yeah, sure. So, um, my, my, my mobile number is 603-377-0281. My email is Amanda at home 
forsalefl.com, and that's home, H-O-M-E, the number four, salefl.com. My web address is the same, homeforsalefl.com, with, with the same. Uh, and then I have a, a number of, uh, of various ways uh, to reach me on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and so forth. Love it. Love it. Well, awesome. Awesome. We'll put a link to all that in the show notes. Amanda, thanks so much for telling these stories on True Law Stories. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And uh, thanks for uh, taking Amanda on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and True Law Stories. True Law Stories has been brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. Testimonials stink. No one wants to watch a testimonial or read a case study. You need video case stories for your business. Go to videocasestory.com to learn more.